Now, back to Coalfield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. Five o'clock hours here. It's Cofield and Company. Steve Cofield, Willie, ESPN Las Vegas. Damon is here as well. Much to get to this hour. Arash is going to check in with some Vegas and LA news in about a half an hour. I was just down in the LA area for a couple days. I got a quick story to tell Willie. Yeah. I think I'm going to get scolded on this one. Uh, but just to finish up on, we've got a a, a, a developing uh, deal here with this crew. Oh, boy. Well, you like to dress. You pay attention to stuff like that. I really don't pay attention much to it at all. Uh, I, I, you know, I arrive here like an unmade bed. But I have a little bit of pride when I go out, you know, when I'm working sidelines or an event. You know, you'll see me. I put on some slacks and, a, you know, Sport a jacket, coat, right? Yeah. Wear some shoes and stuff. Um, so, Damon has a little pride in his, his outfits. I mean, oftentimes they may be a bit on the medium size, but it's fine. The young man has a, an impressive physique. So why not show it off? And he made a cardinal sin when it comes to this show. When you try to point out uh, an outfit and actually elicit a compliment, and it's especially led by Adam Hill on the other side, you got no shot. Because he's he's just going to come back with, like, that's not important. Like, it kind of is. It does make an impression on people. And you're actually – we're never here in the office – there are, I'll say there have been bosses and there might be admin people now who may judge you on how you look at work, which I don't think there's anything terrible about that. So you kind of play to the audience. I don't know. Give me your read on it. Do you feel like, do you feel a little bit of pressure to not come in looking like a slob? Uh, a little. Yeah. I mean, a little of that, not to not look like a slob. There is one guy in sales. I cannot remember his name. But when I started the whole cowboy cotton lifestyle... You love it? Oh yeah, yeah, it was like I was a new, a brand new employee. <laughs> Someone over on the sales side. It's like fist bump every time we. Oh see really? Each other now, yeah. Okay. And now I can't remember his name, so, so I'm that works. Well, you better remember his name. You're not getting any deals, so let's go get the <laughs> oh, yeah. get the whole friendship going. <laughs> I gotta go. That's how these things happen. <laughs> just stop by today. You know, they see the belt buckle that I'm wearing, and maybe it's just like, who, who is that? There guy? could be a connection there. A, like all, Willie, all of a sudden, it's a whole different person. Willie's got a mamba a mamba jersey on, right? Little tribute to Kobe. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You look good. Thank you. Yeah. Good for my son. So I was in the uh, the home area of Lakers fans, right? And I actually went down to Venice Beach. There's several really cool murals, mm-hmm. right, of Kobe. Took some pictures of those. So we're hanging out with the uh, significant other's friends, right? Couple, unmarried couple. Uh, the the female is her, you know, friend going back to high school, and. She doesn't live very far away in California. And she's like, oh, I want to take you to a place in Santa Monica, kind of an old school uh, fish and steakhouse, right? So we go. I walk in. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Very old, very old school. I think it opened in like 1934. I think it might be the oldest restaurant in Santa Monica. And then they throw out, you know, and this is the female friend of the SO, uh, I'm going to treat. And that changed the whole meal for me. Because it was pitched to me as, uh, this place has really good fish, and I know you love steaks, so they have really good steaks. So you were going to get surf and turf. 
No, I was going to get a steak, and then the steaks were, you know, probably a little on the higher side than you know most friends would go out for, unless they're, you know, whatever. So the steaks were somewhere between like forty six and sixty four. It's right. not, it's not terrible. There's places here that are a lot higher, and but as soon as I got the, I'm going to treat, I backed out. Not of the restaurant. I backed out of the steak. Mistake. Well, it was a mistake in the fact that you jumped. <laughs> by, you, by the way, yeah, you jumped. Like you, the you, you the jumped. wrong guy, the wrong guy to run a treating question across. Damon is just shaking his head. Mistake, vehemently. Like, just, what are you I'm doing? Like, I was gonna let Willie finish. I, but I want you. No, I'm sorry. No I got worse. distracted. Willie, go ahead, and then we'll get Damon. Who is Damon? Has there's no scruples on getting treated. Okay. First of all, the place you went. She not only she was treating, but she suggested it, right? She suggested the place and a steak. Okay, so the point is, the the point is, when you sit down and somebody says rule of thumb that I've always been taught since I was a little kid, when you go out to eat and someone's treating you, you ask what the person who's treating is getting or a recommendation. What do you recommend? Because then you all of a sudden you have a bit of a range. If they say I'm getting the New York strip and it's 60 bucks, well, you know that you can get up to that point, even if there's one for 64. And then you get the recommendation. She not only recommended the restaurant, she recommended a steak to you and you backed out. I actually, I think I insulted her. Get him. Steve. <laughs> Let me tell you about the ways of being treated. Yes, Steve. Oh, man, let me take you back to the Super Bowl. Did you ever go to dinner with Q when he was treating? Did you go to one of those dinners with Q? You did. You go. To, you went to at least one, right? I think, yes. Yeah, you, I've yeah, never me, been treated. Yeah, me, you, and Adam. Oh, man, when Q's going out, when Q's treating for dinner, oh, man, I love it. I'm not turning anything down. <laughs> I, obviously, I'm not getting the most expensive thing on the menu, but. Close to it. Oh, of course. Yes. I mean, when I had the family in town, like th- that Jadori chicken at, um, a restaurant inside the Cosmopolitan. Yeah. It was about you know a hundred dollars like for that full chicken. I blew it. I uh, I downgraded from it was a New York strip for forty six. I downgraded from that, and then the other, well the other thing is I feel guilty sometimes because the significant other is not a steak or a fish person. So then she's limited to certain things on the menu. So then I feel like I got to order something that she's gonna like as well, so that she gets a little taste of mine and she can taste her own. Is that bad? Is yes. That- Okay. Do not. I know. So I went from a I went from a forty six dollar steak that I was being treated to a twenty one dollar pasta and a nineteen dollar burger. Wait a minute. You backed out of a steak that was only forty six when she said treat. I mean, I'm thinking that you were looking at one of the higher end steaks. Gonna, they got they both got the forty six steak. They that was that was the best part. Is I'm sitting there, I'm eating pasta and a burger, and I'm watching them eat the steak that I wanted. Idiot. And this, wait a minute, and let's go back to you. Multiple dinners with Q? Oh, yeah. I barely well, get gotta, a fist bump from this You got to go on the road. I barely get a fist bump, oh, let alone a dinner. Well, this was the Super Bowl. I mean, he was stuck with us. He was. Yeah, with all these national spots this guy's doing, he's, he's, he's rolling in the dough. I got to get a dinner out of him. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you're good at doing that. I've seen you. You're a master. You don't hold back. I knew I was going to get... I knew I was going to get the scold. We had a good, we had a good dinner that night, though, right? We did have it was great. Yeah, Rosh is coming up. You see how um, you see how you see how they all flocked right to me at that place. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they loved you. You have a presence about you. Um, the finish of the story, though, is I knew I did the right thing. By the way, did not drink at dinner. 
Not even a glass of wine. Your meal was, of, was, was still of, equal I, to a steak, though. So well, ours was our two were less than their one steak. Oh, okay. And now you're really gonna yell at me. I I also drove all of us there. Which I don't know. The last time you drove in California, I don't enjoy it. Okay. I don't like the 405. I don't like the 101. I don't like any of these roads. And I'm like, I got to be completely clear of like any uh, brewskis. Well, I would be I'm with like, you. I would be with you on I, that page. I would have got a well. Of course, I would have gotten the steak, and I would have gotten a glass of wine, and I would have driven with no problem. God, glass of wine's not going to do anything to me. God, I blew it. Oh. Give me the whole bottle, and then we may have a you know. What I a may need a DD, but what a disaster. You know what's great? They probably went home and they're like, he insulted us. Yeah. He didn't get the steak. You're never even going to be able to go back to those people's oh, homes. They, they, I mean, they they were cutting the steak. It was like, oh, it was such an effort. The steak looked good. Yeah, the so, was, so, you, know, you know how long it takes to eat a steak if you eat slow and you're talking? It's like, just, oh, just, I just watched them. I blew it. Wow. But I will say at the end, I, I do think I did the right thing because then the lady in the relationship looked at the boyfriend and she's like, she's like, I don't have any money. You got to pay for all of this. So she was treating... But and because she didn't have anything, the and then and then it was on him. So then maybe he looked at me and he was like, "Thanks, brother. Thanks, yeah. Thanks for not bearing me." Because in the end, he may not get any of that money back. I do. I do trust her. She um, she had a purse issue. You know, like this is like a demand deal. <laughs> yeah, <I've>, yeah. <laughs> I like her a lot. Ah, I would my wallet. So we had treated at at smaller places a couple of days before the couple of days that we met him before. She never purse for a couple of days, which was a weird one. I'm like, I'll drive her to get the purse anytime she wants. The vi- that was a vital point to bring up that, that that she didn't end up paying. But nevertheless, you didn't know it at the time. I didn't. You turned down the stake, and they got the same one you were looking at. Stunad. I know. I don't know why I did it. God. Love a good steak, too. How was the burger? I don't want to talk about it. The pasta was pretty solid. We got the... What kind? Rigatoni. Oh. Not, nothing fancy about it, but they, they made the... Uh, the sauce a little bit spicy. Yeah. So oh, that's good. That was good. They peppered up the sauce pretty nice. I would have just said, keep the burger, bring the bread, dip the dip it in the sauce. Like Junior. Lesson learned. Um, so what do you think of the last hour of Adam laughing at my question about uh, fans who were excited about Aiden O'Connell? <sighs> I mean, I I wrote a, I wrote my I think there were at least four or five of us who our story, our recap, was on Aiden O'Connell and how good he looked. But here's the thing. Adam's right in a sense, and when you look at the stats and the numbers, you can't get caught up in it. What I was impressed with the kid was his poise. Like Adam said, you know, you couldn't come out. How's he going to – the jitters and how's he going to react? Soft defense, vanilla defense, however you want to label it. It's more or less his poise and and, and sort of talking to him. We, we heard um, afterwards he talked a little bit about how – Others were saying how he yelled in the huddle, like he was loud. He said part of it was the noise, part of it was to get their attention. So I was more impressed with just his demeanor and his poise in this first ever professional football game, preseason or not. Stats, Adam's 100% correct. You can't get caught up when they're not necessarily putting forth their best effort defensively, um, and certainly you're not penciling him in as a starter. But I will say this, if Hoyer looked the best at camp, and Aiden O'Connell comes out and shows the poise that he did and maturity, Hoyer's got to feel a little bit like he needs to perform when he gets his shot in the preseason because the backup is the backup spot in jeopardy by the end of preseason. Hmm. That's interesting. Damon, 
I don't think the backup <laughs> job should be in jeopardy. It sh- it depends on which direction the team thinks that they're going and how severe. First six games, be. who's the backup? Hoyer. Hoyer right now. Yeah, Hoyer's the backup. I don't agree. It's. I don't. I don't agree. <laughs> no, I don't agree. I I, I I think this matters. I think the way he plays in these joint practices, and then even if. Uh, because you're kind of speaking out of both sides of your mouth, if, not you. But Adam was saying it looked like the Niners did not scheme at all and the Raiders schemed. Well, then AOC has to deliver when they're scheming. Like, they're making the effort to set them up. Like, you better freaking deliver. I also – I do not believe – and I guess I'd you know I'd have to get Hoyer off to the side if, to get him to speak honestly. I don't believe that Hoyer was brought here thinking that he's going to be the backup. Like, he might be the backup, but there's a really good chance – Bro, you're here as a deep emergency quarterback and and as a tutor. I disagree. Really? You think they signed him if they really need a quarterback that he's going to play? No. I think that's not what you just said. You said that I don't think that he believes you'd have to pull him aside to talk to him, that you don't believe that he thinks that he was brought. I think he thought that he's here because he's the two. He's the QB two because he knows the system and he's been with McDaniels, and you've now got two guys who know him. I've been saying that all offseason, is that McDaniels and Ziegler are doing everything they can to to make sure that they surround themselves with people that are familiar with what they're trying to do and what they've done in the past. So Hoyer was brought here with the intention in his head that he's QB2. Okay. But he's not locked in. And, this, and remember, this kid is raw. He's fresh. Right, this is a rookie who's he's coming from college. He's got nothing to do but learn this system. Maybe he picked up on it really quick. It's a good touche though, because uh, now the way you're talking and the way I was just speaking, maybe we're buying too much into preseason and uh, joint practices on Aiden O'Connell. And if the 49ers were putting all their effort into the joint practices and Hoyer looked best, it's kind of a one to one, right? Hoyer looked good against a hardcore. St- staunch defense in at joint practices, and O'Connell just looked good maturity-wise, poise-wise, demeanor-wise in the game. So on Max Crosby getting into a scuffle today with Cam Akers, right? Akers got booted from practice. Crosby was done for the day. I think the Rams have a, a no-fighting edict, so they're automatically ejected. We saw Crosby playing real hard on the line of being dirty in the creatively edited quarterback by Netflix where... No. You know, Patrick Mahomes is like, bruh, 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 no. bruh, bruh, bruh. Like, no. you know. You ain't got to do no. all that. Right. No. So I'm we saw that. that. We saw that. We hear about what happened today. There was some chippiness at times with the Niners and the joint practice. Like, just on today. Okay. If you're McVay and you hear from Crosby, oh, my guys needed a jump start. Are you bought in even as the opposition where it's like, okay, I understand that. That's football. Because I could see some coaches being like, yeah, no jump start against my guys. Like, what if you hurt them? I don't need that. All's what do you mean? Did, you're, what but, do you mean? You're, 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 you're going extra effort. No, don't do that against my guys. The whistle, or is, his, is he so respected around the league that, you know, within reason, he can do whatever he wants? If anything, if I'm McVeigh. I'm getting on Cam Akers for getting his feathers ruffled because after the whistle, he slapped at the ball. He didn't take a shot at him. He didn't hit him. We didn't say it. I would be. I'd be careful. That's on this what one. everybody's putting out. All the reporters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. 
I'd like to see it. Ah, oh, come on. I believe Tashawn Reed. I believe these guys, the, the report yeah. Harry Ruiz. I believe all the guys. They're all saying I the thought, same I thing. Thought, uh, I thought last week Crosby was fighting with Jimmy G. Yeah, that wasn't the case, was it? Uh, didn't, yeah. we have some, didn't we have some erroneous uh, reading a of the situation? Difference between, wait a minute. There's a difference between trying to decipher from 40 yards away what's going on in words, when, but when he walks up and swipes at the ball, you see a hand going toward the ball. What what else was he doing? Could have been looking for some dap. Could have been looking for some dap. I don't know. I know. I know, I know. Max Crosby has a good relationship with the media here. So just stay out. Just leave Max alone. He'll be just fine. Leave and Max alone. Let, let's go. Back. I'm not beating up on Max. I'm just saying. I'm saying from well, another coach's no, standpoint. No, oh, certain guys are like dirty against Mahomes and quarterback. That's BS. I don't want to hear that. Well, I don't. I don't think that's BS. I think everyone saw what was on video, and some people could decipher what Crosby was doing. Right. as over the line. Right. And then episode two, Mahomes going up to all the different defenders, the clip by clip by clip by clip, and going, "Oh man, you got me there. Good shot there. Good shot there." But 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 the only person he's complaining about in the entire series is Max Crosby. Don't get me started on my return to the show. Welcome back to Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield and Willie Ramirez. All right. I got slapped around there for a bad menu choice. I insulted the people who wanted to treat me in in, uh, Santa Monica. So it happens. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm still learning. I'm old, but I'm still learning. I just wanted on the record that we are approaching week two of the preseason of this new NFL season. I want it on the record from you. We have the recording, air check, that I have made multiple offers to pay my debt for that from last season, whichever one it was. I think it was I think the defi- made multiple offers. You were just gone for a month. Are you are you it's, are you it's, saying it's, there's a, is there an expiration on my uh, my win? No, there's not. Okay. But I don't want to get into the season. You did. And go, and, right. go, and go. You still owe me from last year. I would because never, there have been many I, times I don't do that. because there's many times yeah. Yeah, I don't do that. that I've said, hey, I owe you lunch. Yeah, you did, and you that owe, doesn't you, include today's. You, text, you, by you the offered way. lunch today, and there. You, but that uh, wasn't there was that a wasn't dinner, there that, was a dinner offer a little while ago. Yeah, so I just want to make sure you. Yeah, I'll make good on it soon. We're gonna go. somewhere. Sounds weird, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll go eat. We're gonna we're gonna go on your dime soon. We're going to go somewhere cheap. <laughs> no stakes. Who gets to pick? You get to pick. It's your okay. spot. We'll probably just go back to the same Italian joint we went to last time. I like that. It's the best. Or I might pick a different one. No. Oh. But it'll probably be Italian. It won't be the Olive Garden. Maybe. You know could what? Be, it could be endless endless uh, I'm, I'm soup down, and salad. I'm down with the OG. I love the, I love the soup and salad. Love the, breadsticks. the breadsticks. I'll get a tour of Italy. We'll, we'll run this bill up. That thing might be up to like 24 now. Might be twenty five. I don't know. I haven't checked the menu in a while. We'll bring Demon and have him bring Q's credit card. I'm too good for Olive Garden. I'll say it. Wait, you're gonna you're gonna pay off a bet, but then somehow Q is gonna pay because he. Well, I'm not, you feel like you're on, the, you're on the outside in for dinners from Q. No, I don't owe Demon dinner, so Demon's gonna bring Q's credit so card you'll for treat him. Me, yeah, and then Q won't be there, and he'll treat you. No, listen to what I'm saying. I'll treat Via you. Demond, Demond's dinner will be paid by Q. What, Q doesn't need to come with us. He's busy. That guy's busy. But why would he, why would Demond need Q's credit card? Why okay, would he? Because I'm clearly just, not paying. Why wouldn't himself. you just treat Demond during a dinner with me? He's owed something. I, I, He's done a nice job here for a couple months. You haven't been here, but so what? It's Cofield and Company. Bill. So I'll pay for you. You pay for Demond. This is a, this is a hokey deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, Willie's. Man. One way or the other, I'm getting Demond paid, though. He's I'm getting him paid. I'm just not. I'm just not the one buying it. You're getting me paid or, f- or fed? Fed, fed, yeah, fed, fed. What's uh, What's the prediction on tomorrow's game against the Liberty for the Aces? They just got ripped. <laughs> they have to win this, right? I want to. They're going to come. They're going to come out spitting fire. They're going to be upset, but I just think that the Liberty got them figured out defensively. Ooh. I want to see real quick before we before I say that. I want to see if there's a line out. Okay, so the line yesterday was seven. Today it's six. If I was a betting man, I'd be betting the Liberty plus six. I would not be betting the money line, okay. but I do think that they have figured things out. That said, Becky pointed out exactly how they figured them out, and she now has. Here's the thing. You are not going to always have your sharpshooter shooting. the Asia Wilson's not going two for ten multiple times, especially back-to-back games. Right. And – they're not going to have their bench hitting threes like they were. I think that you, we may finally have the close game that we're looking for, a back and forth. It wouldn't surprise me if this game goes to overtime. Okay. So there you go. How about this? On the din- uh, dinner deal, Damon, what are you doing tomorrow night? Are you going to go to the Aces game? No. Um, you should. Should I? Because what I'd love to see, and this will get you dinner. I'm not going. It, you're not going? No. Oh, I would love for you to be in the room, though. Yeah. Because if they lose again and they lose badly – we need, there's always, and this is needed, there's always a media drop-in at times like this when a team has dominated, and then someone comes into the room who hasn't been there before, and they're in the press conference. Like, imagine if they lose by 20 again, and Becky Hammond's up there, and someone just sits down and they're like, you're 27-3, and three, these last two games. What is this? And just do that, that's it. But they don't know you from Adam. I don't mean Adam Hill. Like, they don't know you. Because right. that's one of the things with, with coaches and players are like, who the F is this? Like, if it's Willie who does that and is brash, they might be able to take it. But if, you know, if it's DeMond from out of nowhere and you're like, yo, what's going on here? You're the favorite. Come on. I'm not getting invited back again. So what? I came close to asking Becky last night, is, is it time? Is there a cause for concern? Have they figured you out? But she pointed out, she was, she, here's the thing, she doesn't hold back, and she's so poignant in pointing out what they do because she's such a detail-oriented coach. Yeah. So she tells you everything. So there's really, she, she's not going to shy away from it. All right, I'll give you another one. They lose, right? They get beaten again. Come on. How do they lose? No, 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 no. Doesn't matter. Okay. Becky, you're 27-3. and three. You go off to the Hall of Fame. You have a good time. Are you focused? Ooh, she might fight me. What are you talking one. about? Come on, that's a good one. For someone with Becky, a... She's trying feel, to get you. It's like... Becky, do, now, you, do you feel all this self-grandizement? Is this, is this taking away? Are you a distraction? Have you become a distraction to your team? That would, be, will, that would be badass. Here, and yeah, and wait, yes, yes, you would be disliked for a little while. I'm going to say a one thing. While. Yeah, sure, I'm going to say fine. one you're thing, fine. but this is not in any way, shape, or form why the Aces lost last night. But for Asia Wilson, if you've ever been to an Aces game at the beginning, Devon, have you ever had to go? And no, you're not an engineer. But have you ever gone real early? You've never been to it. No. Okay. Not, not so early. these women, they have. Their 
warm-ups, I mean, are meticulous. Like, Kelsey Plums, is, it's the same every time. It's very intense. Chelsea Gray, there's certain things that they do. Here, hold that point. I want you to finish on the other side before okay. we get to a okay. roster, okay? okay. So okay. I want to find out the end of this, okay. what the hell is going on in warm-ups. But, uh, you know, actually, if we creatively clip this up, and we just put it out without the whole setup that we're going to drop in as strangers, and these are the legit questions, that could make some waves. That probably won't go over well. Yeah. Are you in approval of that? What if I dub your voice over everything I just said, too, and it's you saying it? Some kind of AI. We work some AI. Yeah. Let's, let's not bury Willie <laughs> in the home stretch of the Aces yeah, coverage. That's right. Welcome back to Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield and Willie Ramirez. So, you know, I was joking around about the hard questions for the Aces. Uh, they've lost a couple meetings now in a row with the Liberty. They play them again tomorrow, but you're not going to drop into a press conference and start talking about you know, Becky being distracted because of the Hall of Fame or whatever. Um, you were just saying meticulous warm-ups and then what? Meticulous in how – like it's scheduled. Yeah. Okay, Kirsten Bell is going to be on the floor. Tip-offs at, let's say, 7. She's on the floor at 4.55. Chelsea Gray, 5.14. Like it's, it's, it's broken. Treatment, all that. Yesterday, the pregame press conferences were set up where it was going to be Becky, Chelsea and Asia, and then – the three Liberty all at once. Right. Asia had to go last, and she came walking in, purse fully dressed, like not not warm up clothes, everything. And I guess on her way there was an accident, oh. so she was delayed in traffic. Mm. She didn't get her normal, so she could have been a little distracted. She could have been a little been thrown mm. off base a little bit. So maybe that can attribute it. Any, any little thing that could throw you off. I mean, you've come storming in here at 258 at times, been flustered, and we got to play catch-up. No, no, I'm never flustered. Arash is with this, us. This is true. Sporting Tribune covers Vegas, L.A., and Hawaii. That was, a, that was an absolute lie. No matter when I get here, I'm ready to go, Arash. <laughs> absolute lie. Um, got it, Arash. You are always ready to go. I, I know that for a fact. Most times. Most times. Um, yeah. Uh, the Aces lose to the Liberty. They lose badly. They're twenty-seven and four, and led by Willie, we have just been hammering them. Just, just ham. No, not really, not really. But it does. It sets up this whole thing before the season, right? And I'm not saying the Liberty are going to take out the Sun. It's not a guaranteed final, but um, this, you know, super team thing is developing pretty nicely here. I love the intrigue, though. You know, because for a while there, it, it, it seemed like the Las Vegas Aces would just. Steamroll through the season, steamroll through the playoffs, sweep the WNBA Finals, no intrigue. Listen, not ideal when the home team not only gets blown out once but twice, and and you can talk about the significance of the cup and and if anyone really cares. But you know when you have something on the line, you you'd like to win it certainly when you're at home. But uh, this was a big game for us. I mean, one of the few times at the Sporting Tribune. Three stories coming off the game. Willie Ramirez, Steve Karp, Jared Feldman. Uh, we covered what a package. all angles. I loved it. What a package. I mean, you're talking star stud. I mean, there was no other outlet that put out three stories on last night's Commissioner's Cup. Love it. I love it. And by the way, that's just the beginning. We're going to get Kevin back, and Willie and Kevin will start doing these post-game clips and these videos that are going to be sometimes more exciting than the games i can't wait yeah i wish i could do tomorrow uh the problem is is i can't which i let you know um but her and i getting on as the aces hit this home crunch this home stretch um but let's shift our focus a little bit to our guy ray who covers the la sparks not exactly the season they expected they they've been battling injuries i i actually thought 
that the Sparks were were a good future play, um, but injuries have really plagued them. Um, what's going on out there? I mean, as far as what you what you know um, with the Sparks and and uh, you know because they were supposed to be a little bit of a noise maker in the Western Conference. Well, to be honest, Willie, as you know, there was not a lot of expectation. And the only reason that I was slightly intrigued by them and had expectation was because of you. And we actually went to the Superbook and you told me, listen, they, they do have a fantastic coach. I think that is the one thing that I'm that I'm happy about the future of this team is that it's not, you know, a no knock on Derek Fisher. and, and But they, they, they have a legitimate championship coach. And so uh, the talent's just not there. Uh, they've been hurt. No excuses there. I do like this team moving forward. They, they do have a coach in place that I think once, once they give him the talent uh, that he had in Connecticut, I think that they can compete. I actually, I think it, it's more the injuries because yeah. I think if he has a year with this team, the backcourt of Lexi Brown, Jordan Canada, you got the Ogumake sisters. I mean, Neko Ogumake and Carly Samuelson, all-stars. I mean, I, I actually think – and then don't forget they brought in Jasmine Thomas. I, I think that he can put that talent together. And if they bring in one face, like one superstar yeah. to really bolster everything, you have De'Erica Hamby, two-time sixth uh, woman of the year. She's won a ring, obviously, with the Aces. Um, I'm, I'm, I'd like to see this team fully healthy for a season. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. The beauty of Los Angeles, the kind of like like Las Vegas, is that they, they, are, they can attract a superstar player who wants to perhaps do TV, Hollywood, things like that. Shanae Agumake, as you know, that's the big reason she came over from Connecticut, not just to be with her sister, but she could do TV as well. Arash is with us, Sporting Tribune. At Sporting Trib up on Twitter. I know you're following Austin Reeves pretty closely. I wonder how many fans of the Lakers are following AR-15 in the you know on the world level because um, it looks like he's going to be a key part of this USA team. Uh, you listen. I don't know if you guys went. I, I went to that Team USA game against Puerto Rico at T-Mobile. Ton of Laker fans there. He got the you know obviously the biggest pop of the night. The transition he made last year was incredible. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Uh, and then that transition into what he's going to become this offseason, getting that big contract, the big postseason he had. But this, this development, we've seen this before. A lot of young players, when they go play for Team USA, not in the Olympics, but in this World Cup, where, again, it's usually a lot of young players. And what he can get from playing not only with that team, but four coaches like Steve Kerr and Spolstra and Lou and Few. I, I really am really high on him, and obviously they are too. When, when, when you look at how good the Lakers can be this season, I think Gaston Reeves will play a very key role. What's going on with the Sporting Tribune in terms of uh, Spanish site online now? Yes, listen, we, 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 it just happened organically where uh, we have a lot of uh, Latino journalists, Latina journalists, and they came to me and they said, you know, can we do videos? Can we do stories in Spanish? And I said, of course. Well, what am I thinking? Like, that should be a priority for us. So, uh, you know, great reporter, Claudia Gestro, and nobody, uh, you know, kind of grinds like her. She goes to these games and she gets exclusive. She gets one-on-ones with Aaron Judge and Mookie Betts and, and you name it. I mean, so it. listen, we're, we're, we're trying to be diverse. 
I saw I saw Claudia in the Lotus uh, Lotus uh, under the Lotus roof today. She's here. That's right. right. That's yeah. right. She was. She was. She, she she's in Las Vegas. So with Jose, listen, she is everywhere. Well, you had like five new people this last week or so. I see a new announcement with the uh, the drawings and everything. Very impressive. Yeah. So we got Alicia Del Valle. She'll be doing videos. Mm-hmm. We've got Lauren Jones. Uh, she comes over from the Spring Hill Group, with LeBron James company. She'll be covering some stuff. Uh, Fredo Cervantes will be covering a little bit of the Sparks as well. So we continue to grow here. What is The Messenger? Well, The Messenger is an interesting company. Jimmy Finkelstein, who was the owner and publisher of The Hollywood Reporter and then of The Hill, uh, is beginning this company. And it's a, uh, I mean, he, he has a big vision for it. I mean, his vision, like over the next year, is to hire 550 journalists which would put it on par with the the Los Angeles Times and other major newspapers. Uh, has a lot of big, big investment. Uh, wants to cover not just uh, sports, but you know news and politics and Hollywood and whatnot. And the sports vertical will uh, debut at the end of this month. Nice. Uh, the, the big reason I've joined, you know, Dan Kaufman and John Schur. Uh, you know, when I got to know you guys, I mean, they were my bosses back in 2016. When they said, listen, we, we want you to cover the flight path between Los Angeles and Las Vegas. So when they came calling, I said, let's do it. I want to I want to work with you guys again. You know, I don't know if the rest of the country is paying attention because generally mountain time zone and Pacific, uh, even though it's the Dodgers, uh, just doesn't get paid attention too much. Dodgers are actually creeping up on the Braves. I mean, this run in August, they're 13 and one now yeah. in August. What do you think the difference has been? You know, it's a great question. I mean, I think some of it's health. You know, for a while there, they were really keeping their head above water with a lot of their pitchers being hurt. And the biggest story that we won't really talk about until it actually happens, but if Walker Bueller is able to not only come back but become the Walker Bueller that we remember, which was not even in the cards, the expectation was he was going to come back at the beginning of next season. But if Walker Bueller is able to come back, and the other thing, guys, these trades that they made, no one kind of thought much of them. Kike Hernandez and Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly and whatever, especially like Lynn. I mean, they've, they've all worked out tremendously well. And as you touched on it, this month in particular, if, if this is the turnaround where this team goes on a run and has a storybook season, it'll be because of what they were able to, what they did this month. Yep. Lance Lynn. All 6'5", 340 of them, uh, you know, make fun of his, his uh, physique. But uh, he was garbage with the White Sox. But the one thing he did have going for him, he had a lot of swing and misses. So he came over and he's kind of fine-tuned his stuff. And so far, four earned runs in uh, 18 innings. He's a perfect 3-0. and He goes again tomorrow. But you're right. I think they improved the bullpen. Um, you know, Kershaw also came back. So that's a that's a big yeah. lift. And he's when he's pitched, he's been really good. And, yeah, some of the, the – you know, I think I talked to you about this and – and this is a conversation uh, I had from the very beginning of the season. The Dodgers season, I, I expected to be potentially uneven because I think they really wanted to move on some, uh, from some vets and give the young guys a chance. And, you know, a couple have worked out. Outman has been pretty good. Some of the other guys, you know, Vargas just was not ready. And once they hit the midpoint of the season, the trade deadline, they were going to make some trades if the young guys didn't work out. And they've done it. So, and you know, and I, I don't know if you just mentioned it or not. The other guy we should not skip over is one of the young guys who's really worked out, and it took him a while to come up. Bobby Miller's been really good. Yeah. Of all the pitchers, because they have Miller's great, they have great massive. pitchers, they have great guys in the system. Bobby Miller's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it, so 
the the frustration from a lot of fans in Los Angeles was that okay, they th- there was not a lot of expectation for this season only because that they lost a lot of talent, didn't make a blockbuster move. The idea was they kind of kicked the can down the road and they're going to go like all in for Shohei Otani. However, when they kind of had the season that they've been having and there wasn't a blockbuster move at the trade deadline as they have done in the past, there was a lot of fr- frustration. However, it's all kind of worked out. The young guys have played yep. well. The small trades that they've made have panned out well. And like you said, they, they're right behind the Braves. I think they're, they're, they're the second best team in the league, four and a half behind Atlanta. Uh, yeah, this season kind of came out of nowhere. I like the fact that they didn't make that splash. And I think the difference this year, Arash, you mentioned it. Steve brings it up with Bobby Miller. But the depth, in years past, it's always like, well, this team will go as far as Clayton Kershaw will take them. And, you know, he's got to dominate. I don't think that he's he, – he may still be out of respect for his legend in that franchise, the ace. But the reality is – any one of those pitchers can be the best pitcher in the rotation this year. It's not just him. Exactly. And by the way, you know, when Walker Bueller was healthy, he was the guy. He was the ace. So when, you know, with, with Bueller, uh, you know, gone for the season, and again, no one wants to put this kind of pressure on Kershaw because, again, when they had the uh, All-Star game in Los Angeles, the, the, the thought was that was his swan song, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, that may be his last season. The way he's pitched last year and the way he's pitched so far this year has been tremendous. Uh, Canelo, press conference today, right? It wasn't the L.A. leg today? It was in Los Angeles. We had another uh, new reporter, uh, Alan Dawson, who covers combat sports. Yeah. He's out there for us. I saw some of the pictures and the video. Very excited, not just for that fight. Canelo Charlo once again having that the Mexican Independence Day big fight in Vegas. But this time period for combat sports, when you go to you know the Spence uh, Crawford fight and and now Canelo Charlo, you know this time period for boxing combat sports like in general has been fantastic. Well, and not only that, but. Where else are you going to read about a Buffalo Bill security guard that wins go. power slap? I mean, we've got the angles covered everywhere we go. Three-story package from the Aces, Buffalo Bill security guard at power slap. We cover every angle. By the way, Willie, nobody covers a Slap Lee quite like Willie. And what makes Slap Lee so great <laughs> is the personalities, right? And sure. so leave it to Willie, the legend himself, to find out the security guard, and and then we had another story about this guy who works security at Comic Con, and then he's doing he's in the slap league. So now I'm tuning in just because I have a connection to these guys now. Uh, we should wrap up with some area because you need high school reporters now too, right? Uh, you need to be paying guys yeah. like that. But uh, you did mention Derek Fisher earlier. Did you uh, know that Crespi High School Derek in Fisher, the Valley? Derek Fisher has now taken over one Miami. of your one of your rivals, right? It wasn't it Crespi a rival, rival of uh, yes, Notre listen, Dame? A, a big rival. So, you know, big sto- two big prep stories in the San Fernando Valley. Bronny James going from Campbell Hall to my alma mater, Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks. And then all of a sudden, Derek Fisher uh, going to Crespi. So, I mean, listen, I, I, I didn't think we'd be covering a ton of San Fernando Valley high school sports as much as I loved it growing up here. Uh, but two big national prep stories in the San Fernando Valley. 
I hit Weiler's Deli and Famous yeah. Labels. Uh, famous Labels in Tarzana. Weiler's is right there. I think. I don't want to get this wrong because apparently, if I say it's in Canoga, that's like a it's like a big sin. But uh, <laughs> I gotta say, Weiler's. Because there's no more Jerry's. I love Jerry's. They're still Brent's. I know. It's, uh, it's but, very sad. But by the way, yeah. where the El Torito is in Woodland Hills, where you went for that amazing uh, brunch on Sunday, the Rams are going to be moving there next year. So uh, listen, uh, exciting time for the San Fernando Valley. Listen, before we let you go, I just need to remind you, Domingo says hi. We miss you at Lupo's. Uh, so <laughs> get right. back here. Bring Alicia. Ashley, excuse me. I I, ah, I, I, I do it all the time, but okay. we we just okay. brought. Well, no, 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 no. Because you just brought up what's your Alicia from the Spanish side. So I'm looking at Alicia the rundown. I'm yes, looking yes. at the rundown. Bring just get, go with my us, girl. Oh, it's safer. My my girl Ash. Yeah. Yes, as she says. Yes, she uses that. Yeah. Willie G. And by the way, I, I'm sure uh, Steve, you've told the Domingo story about. Yes, I us. have. <laughs> go ahead. It's Don it's Willie. Best. I mean. It is quintessential Willie in Las Vegas, and I love it. Kiss the ring. All right, Arash, we'll talk to you soon. I hope I see you soon. Come on, let's go. Get back to Vegas. Let's do it. I'll talk to you guys soon. There he is. Arash Markazi, the Sporting Tribune, covering uh, the Hawaii sports team, but especially L.A. and Las Vegas. And, yes, Derek Fisher has now taken over an all-boys high school team. Crespi. I'm trying to think of recent alums. I can't. I'm blanking. I was thinking of Notre Dame, the high school he went to, so I can't remember everything. Are so. there high schools that have co-ed teams, or did you need to say all boys? Uh, well, I mean, all boys is kind of a unique thing now, isn't it? Oh, it's an all-boys school. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying, like, the all-boys basketball team. I was going, wait a minute. Oh, I, might, I, I might have misspoke there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, no, my I'm, bad, my yeah, bad. I didn't realize that. I okay. forget, I forget okay. the name of the uh, – the. there's an all-girls school that's kind ah, of the sister okay, school okay, there. Okay, okay, okay. Crespi's a really big I uh, gotcha. athletic – deal mm. in Southern California in the Valley. Cofield and Company presents Grab Bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Stick your hand in there, Dave. This hour is brought to you by our friends at Nova Home Loans, 577-2600. John over at Nova Home Loans is the guy to hook up with. Can work on the rate. Also uh, save you money as they're involved in every a part of the process of buying a house. So we did a lot of stuff with Nova Home Loans when the rates were super low, a lot of refis. They're still doing great things, even in an economy that's changed. And as John said last week when he came in, uh, everyone out there waiting for rates to go down, guess what's going to happen when the rates go down? The inventory will go down, so it's going to be really hard to grab a house. So grab one now. Uh, yeah, you'll be paying higher rates, but eventually you'll be able to refi. You might not be able to get a house in uh, – you know, when this thing turns a little bit with the rates, call John. He'll give you more information. 577-2600. Nova Home Loans. John over at Nova Home Loans. 577-2600. All right. Closing out the last couple of minutes here. Uh, I had sent out a tweet about this on one of the days that I was off. It's very important that I stay engaged. Um, I started getting really annoyed at some of the stuff up on TikTok and other social media places, Willie, about the crowd for the Niners and the Raiders that turned into like 80% Niners crowd. And then immediately Oakland A's fans start chiming in. They're like, Vegas sucks, terrible market. And I fired out. I'm like, you have no idea what's happened here. One, you moved a team from Oakland in the NFL. We already have NFL teams. Everyone here has an NFL team. We're not all instantly going to gravitate to the Raiders and be Raiders fans. And the other thing is, the way this was set up economically – 
the PSLs at the top end were 75,000 and 35,000 and 15,000. Do you know how many hardcore Raider fans on the ground in Vegas got those tickets? Not a lot. So during the preseason, if they have a chance to sell at exorbitant rates to stupid Niner fans who want to come in for a practice game, you're going to do that. It doesn't mean Vegas sucks as a sports city. And that also, for visiting teams, if that's their chance and they don't have to pay two, $300 for a ticket during the regular season, they get a chance to see their team, even to wear their jersey, get out there, they're going to go. Willie, good job, Damon. Thank you. Check out our social media up at uh, Facebook and also Twitter. TikTok a little bit. Lots of videos, archives of the show at Steve Cofield, at Damon underscore the boss, and at Willie G. Ramirez. 